0: The success of customer education can't be ignored. I think it's really a true discipline within an, within an organization. And I think more and more teams are not only creating positions in customer education, but they're moving to education as a service models. There are really four really important steps that I think folks exploring customer education should definitely take a look at before they just get off to the races. Customer education is a growing force in modern businesses who are focused on increasing the lifetime value of customers while decreasing the costs associated with customer support, onboarding, and product adoption. As the role of customer education evolves into hybrid marketing or sales or customer success teams, Our team here at Think Through is studying what's working in customer education. We're looking at the new tools and technologies being released, and we're assembling insights from our own projects, our clients, or other market leaders who are changing the way brands deliver education experiences customers love. Hi, I'm Matt Tidwell. I'm the host of Customer Academy Playbook and the founder of Think Through, an agency helping companies out-teach their competition and build training customers love. I invite you to join me on this journey each episode to see what's working in customer education, hear from market leaders on strategy and approaches, and connect with other professionals who are experimenting and exploring what it means to build training customers love. Happy New Year. It's Matt from Think Through. Off to a great start already. We're in the first week of January. As of this recording, it is January 4th. We are back in the office. We are off to the races with our goals. And I think, like many teams, there is a a lot to be hopeful about this year. We have some big goals as a company. We have some strategic targets that are new. We have new products. We just launched a new consulting opportunity or offer called Academy Accelerator. We've completely overhauled our production platform called Course Factory, and we are expanding the reach of our LMS implementation services co to all new folks across different systems. And so there's a lot of targets for us, and I'm sure there's a lot of targets for you and for your teams and companies. And so really the focus of this episode today is just to look at the opportunities that's, that exist in front of us here. And really I wanted to also help us rein in all of the new and all of the the opportunity into really kind of four key things that I'm thinking about and that as I meet with leadership teams and as I met right before the holidays, as everybody was getting ready to go on break, there are really four really important steps that I think folks exploring customer education should definitely take a look at before they just get off to the races. So, But I mean, we're all excited about the opportunities and so... I think if we look back on last year, last year was a massive success for the term customer education. I think there was an explosion of customer education activity in the industry and as an agency, I think through, I mean, this has been, this has been what we've done for seven years. We've called it different things over, over different periods of time, but we've really 100% been focused on customer education for seven years and helping brands do that. But I think because now... The success of customer education can't be ignored. I think it's really a true discipline within an, within an organization, and I think more and more teams are not only creating positions in customer education, but they're moving to education as a service models, which I think is really, really neat. So in fact, as I was preparing for this recording and then also some of the other writing that we do and things that we publish, I was just reviewing the fourth annual state of customer education survey which is a study that's performed by Thought Industries, a learning management platform in IDC. And every year they partner to release and do these research studies and things like that. And so I always always love checking in on these. And, but this report in particular illustrates how the investments made in 2022 for customer education really led to, I would say, some pretty profound results across the customer lifecycle. And so just for example, some things that stood out to me in the report, they noted that, you know, they kind of benchmarked several key KPIs across the journey. And they noticed that companies, regardless of industry, really like from manufacturing to healthcare to software and tech, all sorts of things, life sciences, customers across industries are able to realize between 10% and 16% increases in performance on key metrics for every segment of the customer life cycle. They benchmarked those from demand gen through sales pipelines through customer onboarding and then renewal and growth and really throughout that entire journey, you know, regardless of industry, they were seeing between 10 and 16% increases on those different stages and on those different metrics, which I thought was massive and they they dive into like all the different subtext and things like that and all the different individual metrics for every individual stage, but just a 16% growth at the most mature stage. And then even for new companies getting into customer education, a 10% increase on any of those metrics a 5% increase on any of those metrics could really be a huge, meaningful performance increase, especially for revenue. And then of those companies, there was 260 companies surveyed roughly one quarter of that increase In those business performance measures was attributed to customer and extended enterprise training. And so, I think that is massive, right? Just the customer education, extended enterprise, looking at how do we train kind of B2B markets and other things like that was responsible for a quarter of the the growth in those performance areas. And so I think that's massive. I'm going to link this study, this survey that was put out in the show notes and, and all the things here, but I I just think that's massive. So having a quarter of the, the increase being attributed to customer education in a measurable, meaningful way, I think that's that's really, really powerful. So Anyway, so last year, I think we we had that explosion of customer education. I think more and more people are seeing that. My personal opinion is that there's this really interesting alignment in demand gen, and customer education. I think that what we're seeing largely across industries is that customer education is going into the customer success function within a team, within an organization. And they're rolling into success, they're informed by product team and they're informed by marketing and they are potentially informed by sales somewhat, but generally they are success function. So it's always focused on retention and growth. But I really think that for 2023 we have a very interesting opportunity a very Very interesting moment where customer education starts to look a lot more like demand gen, especially at the more mature levels, right? I think everybody has to start a program and it's focused on retention, onboarding, great customer experiences because the number one metric we need to move forward is that customers get the result they need with our product or service. Period. If we can help them get the result that they need for their particular use case, you know, there's a really good chance that they're gonna stay with our product, stay with our service, stay with our brand. No matter how much education we put out there, if they don't get the result they need, it doesn't matter how great our training is, right? So I think we have to be that result focused first, then we kind of expand from there. But rather than just upscaling the success department, I really think there's an interesting opportunity for customer education to move into demand gen in a really serious, meaningful way. So looking at the year in front of us, I think that customer education will not only be a term that you hear a lot in SaaS and tech. I think that many, many other adjacent industries are going to start to do that as well. I think you're going to see that in manufacturing. You're already seeing that in manufacturing. I think you're going to see that in healthcare and sciences and things. It may have a different term like patient engagement or something like that, but at at the bones of it, it's really customer education. I was looking at the State of Technology Services Report for 2023, which is developed by TSA, and that report actually illustrates that the implementation of education services As a revenue engine is up about two percent for technology companies so that may not sound very meaningful but i think seeing education as a service from traditional software and hardware providers is a really interesting play i'd actually posted on linkedin a couple of months ago about is customer education the new professional services and i think that that question not necessarily answered in this study yet, but I think that we will start to see that play out. And so for software and hardware companies that have education as a service models, I think you're you're actually leading the way. And I think that folks that have professional services will start to morph into not only implementation services and those things. I think those will stay, but I think you'll see professional services really start to act like an education as a service department or model. Anyway, just, just a theory, just what I'm thinking here. But more importantly, that TSIA report shows that the gross margin of education services is up 38%. And I think that is massive. I think that that is the unlock. It seems like it's a small levers, like let's just introduce some education. But the fact that you could introduce a channel that has, you know, a gross margin that has increased 38% in 2022, mainly powered, I would imagine, by the increased use of like on-demand content libraries, subscription models you know, e-learning, all the things. I'm sure that's what gives you that margin because you can automate so much, you can on demand so much, and then you can kind of integrate that into services. But just having that customer education model implemented, monetized with a 38% margin, I think is really, really pretty impressive for companies that are traditionally been software and hardware providers. So I think the theme here is that more and more organizations are doubling down on customer education. I think if you just look at any of the state of 2023 marketing content reports and all that stuff, most of the conversation is around demand generation strategies. And that's focusing on, you know, high quality content that's focusing on, you know, narrowing your audience segment kind of looking at intent signals and and finding really personalized ways to reach out to those people and create demand from those people. So far more than maybe just like, you know, Google search where someone's like, you know, I need a solution to this problem. You're actually educating that market, creating the solution for that market, and then generating demand for your product in that market. And so I think a lot more people are focusing on that, talking about that. It's a really hot topic right now. But because customer education fits so nicely with those demand gen objectives, you know, and educating the market and creating the demand, I think a lot of folks will start to look at customer education and try to figure out like where does customer education fit within our organization? Is it truly a success function or is it a sales enablement sort of function or is it a demand gen function? And and really the answer is it can be any of those. It just depends on what you set the goals for that team to be. And so If you are planning or brainstorming or putting the finishing touches on your Q1, Q2 training initiatives, or even just for the year, if you're looking at what are we gonna do with customer education this year, you may have already set a budget for that. But really, I think there's four strategic steps that you need to do. And it's what I do when I help clients build customer education programs. And not only just build a program and create content, but really make sure you start to see the results that you're looking for. And so first, I would recommend You know, because customer education is malleable, it can fit any of those roles. I think it's really, really critical to identify what metric you want the education program or that team to move forward. Education could move forward demand gen. Education could move forward and accelerate sales pipelines. Education could help onboard customers or reduce churn. Education could help with, you know, growth and expansion education could enable partner sales and channels right it could do all these things but it's very very difficult most of the time customer education teams are lean and they're scrappy and they're borrowing resources and they're kind of like making things magical with very very little and so i think it's very important that we pick one of those goals one of those metrics to start building toward and then you know we can expand from there but i think it's really really important that if you're saying we're reducing churn and and increasing retention then let's build with a retention mindset in mind and then stack other goals later. But it's very difficult to say we're gonna build retention and demand at the same time because you're just you've got two very different pieces of the customer journey that you're trying to solve all at once. So identify one goal. Assign that to the team, understand that goal the best you can, then move forward under that. Number two, experiment on content and experiences that validate the demand of that type of education. So a lot of times when I'm brand new as a consultant to these organizations or they're working with our team to produce tons of content, Everything is a content conversation. It's very easy to go from like, hey, we're launching a program, let's get into content. But not everything has to be a master class for customer education to be successful. And I think there are a lot of low cost ways that you can start to experiment across different audiences, across different customer segments, you know, across partners and, you know, B2B, B2C, all the things. There are lots of ways to have low cost experiments to really validate the demand for what it is you're putting out. I've been on engagements where we have produced certification programs or we have produced course or learning paths or different things like that for customers. And they go through their launch cycle. They release that to the market and they start to do all the things and they realize there's not really the demand that they thought there was for that program. And if you're in customer education, you've likely done that. I mean, it's very easy to do, but there's there's something really deflating about, you know, having spent weeks and months building this great thing, launching that to the market, not seeing the uptick. And then you start to say like, okay, well, is that a marketing issue? Is that a sales issue? Like, have we made sure everyone knows about it? But really it could just be a fit issue. Like customers probably see that and say that's valuable, but is it valuable enough for them to really engage and and get into the program? So Look for ways that you can experiment lo-fi with content and experiences first, then go create programs. So I'd validate the demand first. Number three, once you do that validation process, then it becomes about doubling down and producing, multiplying those successful experiments. I like to call them experiments because it removes that pressure of, you know, did did that program work or not? Was it successful or not? If it's an experiment, We're just learning from that. We're releasing it, we're testing it, and then we're going back and iterating, right? So I like to think about these as experiments, but we want to multiply the successful experiments. So once you're onto a good thing, it's about replicating that, maximizing the success of that through, I would say, high quality production, increased content libraries, distributing that content across channels that are important to your customers, putting that content in communities that are important to your customers. Or potentially even owning that community and creating a destination, if you will, for that. So, But it's really about multiplying that. And you've got to have a rock-solid production capability. It doesn't mean that that capability has to be internal in your organization. Like, not everything has to be made internally. I would actually recommend that you don't do that because that gets very expensive very quickly. But you need a subject matter expert internally. And then you need really great relationships and probably some capacity internally to manufacture content, to produce it, but then look for partners that can help you scale that faster and cheaper. And they're they're out there. I mean, one, that's why we exist. But two, there's plenty of other folks out there as well that are doing great content work. And then lastly, number four, once you get that, again, going back to the gross margin of 38% increase in the TSIA report. The goal is, once you have these successful moments, you want to automate that as much as possible. You want to keep the cost low. You want to remove barriers for clients, and you want to put as much of your program, I would say, into on-demand channels, in-app channels, or what I like to call low-gate experiences. You know, don't have somebody fill out a complete health report just to get a download. We want to go ahead and get that content out there in those channels where they're already consuming content as much as possible. So... Anyway, there's the four steps. Identify a single goal, figure out what part of the customer journey you're moving forward as an education team. Number two, experiment a lot on content and experiences to validate the demand for those in your market. Multiply those successful experiences and then automate those experiences and that content delivery as much as possible. So anyway, 2023 is off to a great start. I think there is a lot for us to be excited about. If you're in customer education, I think this is the year where things are really going to start to take off. I think you're going to see a lot of great things. We are super hopeful, I think, through for the growth of not only our own programs, but really the success of our clients. I think we've been stacking incremental wins for a while, and I'm really excited to see folks start to take off in a meaningful way. So. Here's to a great 2023. I wish you all the best. Again, I'm Matt Tidwell, the host of Customer Academy Playbook, the founder of Think Through. We're an agency helping companies outteach their competition and build training that customers love. And so I invite you to stay with me and join me on this journey each episode to see what's working in customer education. This year, we're going to be bringing on market leaders to talk about strategy and approaches and all sorts of other things related to customer education. And then more importantly, we're trying to build places where you can connect with others who are also experimenting and exploring what it means to build training that customers love. So here's to a great 2023. Take care. Talk to you soon.